Hey there, Max. Hope you're staying warm up there in Whitefish with that light snow falling today. Yeah, sounds like a perfect day to catch up on the latest news, especially since that snow's not planning on taking a break by evening either. Well, we've got some interesting stories to keep you company. Let's dive in. First up, Apple's making waves in the tech world once again. CEO Tim Cook announced at the annual shareholders meeting that they're going all in on Gen AI this year. That's right. They're shifting gears from their electric vehicle project and pouring resources into Gen AI to give Siri and other Apple services a major boost. And with plans to showcase these advancements at their worldwide developer conference this summer, it looks like Apple's AI game is about to level up. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. You're listening to The Morning Brief from PocketPod News. In other news, Techstars has hit a bit of a rough patch. Despite hosting 54 active accelerator programs last year, they fell short of their revenue goals and had to make some tough decisions, including laying off 7% of their staff and closing accelerators in Boulder and Seattle. And speaking of tech hitches, Apple's Vision Pro headset is experiencing some returns, not because of the product quality, but because users are finding it tricky to set up. Analyst Ming-Chi Kuo notes that while returns are low overall, those that do happen are often due to setup challenges. Despite this, demand remains strong for what's still considered a niche product in Apple's lineup. With tech giants navigating new challenges and doubling down on innovation, it's clear the landscape is always shifting. Stay with us for more insights into these stories. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. Big news from Cupertino this week. Apple's CEO Tim Cook has made a bold statement about the company's future. That's right. Amid reports of Apple putting the brakes on a major electric vehicle project, Cook announced that the tech giant is setting its sights on significant advancements in general artificial intelligence, or Gen AI, this year. It seems like a strategic pivot for Apple, which has been comparatively slow in adopting Gen AI technologies. But now, they're not just catching up. They're aiming to lead by integrating Gen AI across various applications and even contributing to research with open source models. And it's not just about software. There are rumors of hardware upgrades, too, with the upcoming iPhone models expected to feature enhanced AI processing capabilities. To help us unpack what all this means for Apple and the tech industry at large, PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens will be joining us. Paige, how significant are these announcements from Apple and what could they mean for consumers and developers alike? Well, Jonathan, these announcements are quite substantial, signaling a major strategic pivot for Apple towards general artificial intelligence or Gen AI. Tim Cook's announcement at the annual shareholders meeting that Apple plans to break new ground in Gen AI this year reveals not just an intention to catch up with competitors, but to lead in this rapidly evolving field. For consumers, this could mean more intuitive and seamless interactions with their devices across the board, from Siri to iOS features and beyond. For developers, it opens up a plethora of opportunities with Apple releasing open source models and enhancing developer tools with AI capabilities. That sounds like a big shift for Apple. Can you tell us more about the decision to move resources from their electric vehicle project to Gen AI? Certainly. The cessation of Apple's electric vehicle project and the subsequent reassignment of some staff members to Gen AI initiatives is a clear indicator of where the company sees its future growth. This move represents a significant reallocation of resources towards software and AI development over hardware-centric projects like EVs. 
It's a strategic choice that suggests Apple is prioritizing advancements in artificial intelligence as a core aspect of its future product ecosystem. Interesting point there. But hasn't Apple been somewhat slow in adopting Gen AI compared to others? Why is that? Yes, that's correct. Unlike other tech giants who have been quick to deploy AI technologies publicly, Apple has adopted a more cautious approach, focusing first on internal applications before rolling out customer-facing ones. This deliberate strategy allows them to ensure that when they do introduce these technologies, they're polished and align with their reputation for privacy and security. It's a contrast that highlights how different companies approach innovation and market introduction. And what about the enhancements they're planning using Gen AI? How will these impact users? These planned enhancements are quite exciting. With upgrades slated for Siri and Spotlight using Gen AI models for better query handling and conversational abilities, users can expect significantly improved interactions with their devices. Furthermore, AI-powered features such as keynote presentations, Apple Music playlists tailored to individual tastes, and coding suggestions in Xcode point towards a broad application of Gen AI across Apple's ecosystem making technology more intuitive and integrated into daily life. What can you tell us about Apple's contributions to research in this area? Apple has been actively contributing to the academic community around general artificial intelligence through papers on various applications of Gen AI technologies. Additionally, they've released open source models like Ferret and MGIE, which not only underscores their commitment to advancing AI technology, but also supports broader innovation by making these tools available for other developers. It seems like catching up on Gen AI is also quite an investment for them. Absolutely. With reports suggesting an annual investment of $1 billion into catching up with competitors on Gen AI, including proprietary models like Ajax and an internal chatbot named Apple GPT, Apple is making clear its intention to be at the forefront of AI technology application in consumer technology. Lastly, Paige, there are rumors about hardware upgrades specifically designed for enhanced AI processing. Yes, indeed. The rumored upgrades in the iPhone 16 model's neural engines aim at bolstering AI processing capabilities directly within devices. This suggests an integrated approach where both software capabilities through general artificial intelligence are enhanced by superior processing power within the hardware, a balance critical for delivering on the promises of next-generation user experiences. Fascinating insights as always. That was PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. It was great diving into these developments together. Techstars, known for its global network of startup accelerators, hit some significant financial turbulence in 2023. Indeed, a deep dive into their financials revealed they fell short of their revenue goals, leading to substantial staff cuts and the shutdown of some key accelerators. It's a move that's shaking up the startup venture ecosystem. And it's not just about the numbers. Techstars' struggles reflect broader economic challenges facing startups and investors alike. With us to unpack what went wrong and what this means for the future of venture-backed startups is PocketPod News business correspondent Leah Haynes. Absolutely, Jonathan. Techstars' financial performance in 2023 indeed serves as a microcosm of the larger issues plaguing the startup venture sector. Let's start with their financials. Techstars missed their revenue target by a wide margin. They had budgeted for $94.8 million in revenues, but only managed to bring in $73.1 million. This shortfall is significant and points to underlying challenges not just within Techstars, but perhaps indicative of broader market conditions. That's quite a miss. Can you dive into what led to such a significant discrepancy? 
certainly. The documents reveal that both revenue and adjusted EBITDA for 2023 were significantly below expectations due to several factors, including slower growth rates in certain segments and unexpected market conditions. This shortfall prompted them to initiate what they're calling Techstars 2.0, which includes some drastic operational changes. What kind of operational changes are we talking about here? In response to these financial setbacks, Techstars made the difficult decision to close its Boulder and Seattle accelerators, pause its Austin program, and lay off around 7% of its staff. These measures are part of their broader strategy to streamline operations and focus on areas with the most potential for growth and impact. It seems managing expenses was also a critical component of their strategy. Exactly. Despite lower-than-expected revenues, Techstars managed to reduce its expenses below forecasted levels, and spending $34.3 million on program expenses against an initial budget of $39.9 million and $53.5 million on operating expenses against a budget of $63.8 million. And how has this affected their cash position? Surprisingly well all things considered. They ended the year with a cash balance of $48.7 million, which is better than initially anticipated, but still below mid-year forecasts. Given these significant internal adjustments, how do you see this reflecting on the broader startup venture landscape? The financial headwinds experienced by Techstars underscore broader challenges within the startup venture ecosystem due to economic shifts like rising interest rates. It's not just Techstars. Other funds and accelerators are feeling the pinch, too, leading some to shut down or pivot back towards early stage investing. With all these challenges, what's on the horizon for Techstars? Despite facing significant hurdles in 2023, documents suggest that Techstars is well-capitalized and making strategic adjustments aimed at sustainability and growth. However, it remains uncertain if the cuts made in 2023 will be enough or if further reductions will be necessary as they navigate through these turbulent times. It sounds like there are challenging yet interesting times ahead for Techstars and similar organizations navigating this space. That was PocketPod News business correspondent Leah Haynes. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Apple's latest foray into the world of virtual reality, the Vision Pro, has certainly made waves since its launch. Indeed, priced at a hefty $3,500, the high-end VR headset was anticipated to redefine user experience. However, it seems there have been some bumps along the road, particularly when it comes to setting it up. And while Apple is known for its intuitive and user-friendly designs, the Vision Pro has left some consumers puzzled. To help us navigate through these challenges and what this means for Apple's latest venture, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Alex, can you shed some light on what's going on? Absolutely, Jonathan. The Vision Pro, Apple's foray into the high-end virtual reality market, has indeed been a hot topic since its launch. Priced at a premium $3,500, it promised to deliver an unparalleled VR experience. However, it seems that the journey into virtual realms hasn't been as seamless for all users. A significant aspect of the discussion around the Vision Pro has centered on its return rates and the reasons behind them. Interestingly, tech forums and social media were abuzz earlier this year with users expressing frustrations over setting up the device, a process that was expected to be straightforward given Apple's reputation. Despite these vocal complaints, analyst Ming-Chi Kuo has pointed out that only 1% of Vision Pro owners actually returned their headsets. 
While this rate is fairly standard across consumer electronics, what stands out is that 20 to 30 percent of these returns were specifically due to difficulties encountered during the setup process. That's intriguing. One would assume that with Apple's history of creating user-friendly interfaces, setting up the Vision Pro would be a breeze. What seems to be tripping users up? That's a great point. The core of the issue appears to lie in the Vision Pro's user interface itself. The device employs eye-tracking technology for cursor control, among other futuristic features, which, while innovative, have proven to be less intuitive for some users than expected. This marks a notable departure from Apple's typical design philosophy, which emphasizes simplicity and ease of use right out of the box. I see. So how has this impacted the market's response to the Vision Pro? Are people still eager to get their hands on one? Initially, there was indeed a surge in demand for the Vision Pro with shipping times extending beyond a month during pre-orders. However, this excitement has somewhat plateaued with shipping times now down to three to five days. Despite this observed slowdown in demand, sales are expected to exceed Apple's original forecasts for this year, according to QO's insights. Yet he also suggests that until around 2027, when a more affordable mass-produced model might be launched, it will likely remain categorized as a niche product. And what about future developments? With rumors about an Apple car being put on hold recently making rounds, is there any indication that Apple is shifting its focus more towards VR? Indeed there is. Reports suggest that following the cancellation of plans for an Apple car, at least for now, more designers have been reallocated from those projects towards enhancing the Vision Pro team. This move underscores Apple's commitment to not only continue developing its VR headset, but perhaps also signals broader ambitions within virtual reality technology as part of their long-term strategy. It sounds like despite some initial hurdles in terms of setup and user interface familiarity, Apple sees significant potential in VR technology moving forward. Precisely, Jonathan. And though we're witnessing some growing pains with consumers adapting to new types of interfaces like those seen in the Vision Pro, it's clear that both interest and optimism remain high within Apple about what virtual reality can offer in terms of immersive experiences. That was PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Always happy to delve into these tech developments. And that's the Morning Brief for Thursday, February 29th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Max. We hope you have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to PocketPod DAP.